There's a spring in the mountain and it flows down to the town. From NPR Music and West Virginia Public Broadcasting, with support provided by Bailey Glasser and by the West Virginia Department of Tourism, welcome to another Mountain Stage with your host, Kathy Matea. There's a song in my heart, just a simple little tune. Around the world it's just a simple song This world is turning now a simple song Thank you! Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hello! And welcome once again to Mountain Stage, live performance radio from the Mountain State of West Virginia. I'm Kathy Matea, and we are not in the Mountain State today. We are in Boston, Massachusetts, at the Berkeley Performance Center at Berkeley College of Music. And we're at the invitation of the Celebrity Series of Boston, with much thanks to our affiliate here, WUMB-FM. We have, yes, we have a star-studded show uh, one of our country's preeminent singer-songwriters, Roseanne Cash, is here. In our next hour, we'll also hear from singer and songwriter Ali McGurk, who has a new album out. Still to come in this hour, we have a true one and only, there's no one like him, Loudon Wainwright III will be with us. But we're going to start the show with a multi-instrumentalist and singer-songwriter. She's a virtuoso who comes by her talent honestly, with a dad who is a multi-instrumentalist and music teacher and a grandfather who played the banjo. She is the first female to be named the IBMA's Instrumentalist of the Year, an award she has won twice. Yeah. But, but she's also a gifted singer and songwriter. She has a new album called Crooked Tree on Nonesuch Records. It's steeped in bluegrass tradition. She's adding a modern stamp to the genre all while staying true to the roots. She's an alumni of Berklee College of Music in the American Roots Music Program. And she's nominated for two Grammy Awards this year, one in the bluegrass category, but one for Best New Artist Overall, and that is a big deal. Please welcome for her third time to the mountain stage, Molly Tuttle and Golden Highway. Tables. 
She'll leave you tongue tied, talking rhyme. And notice much tells a fable. She'll have you hanging like a picture of a fool off every line. Don't look too careful or you'll miss her. She lights up every silver screen. And if you dare to wish her well, you better watch yourself. Cause all bets are off. She'll take you for everything. She can paint the sun at midnight. Roll out the moon after break of day. One woman, many wonders, one road, many ways. Just when thinking of her, she'll change. If you're so fortunate to love her, don't let a moment pass you by. Don't let a moment pass you by. Cause time's running. She'll be on the move again Before you even say the word goodbye She can paint the sun at midnight Roll out the moon at the break of day One woman, many wonders One road, many ways Just when you think you know her She'll change Thank you so much! Well, it's so great to be back here at Mountain Stage, but we've never done it here in Boston, and um, almost all of us in this band have lived in Boston at one time or another, and so it's great to be back in our old stomping grounds here at the BPC. <laughs> all right, well, we're going to do a cowgirl song now, and I'd like to introduce to you this woman playing the bass. She's actually the only one who hasn't lived in Boston before, but she's kind of an honorary Bostonian. Her brother lives here in Boston. Uh, please give a big warm welcome to Shelby Means. Thank you. It's been an amazing year touring around the country with Molly Tuttle and Golden Highway. We've had the pleasure of playing in Boston a few times. Are there any cowgirls here tonight at the Mountain Stage Show in Boston? <laughs> All right. That is... Good news, because we've got a, a song picked out for you. This one's a cowgirl number. It's called Side Saddle. Well, I took that mare to the cattle driver when the trail boss said that. 
for Bronwyn Keith Hines on the fiddle. And that's Kyle Tuttle playing the banjo for you tonight.
thank you so much. Uh, we're going to do a couple more songs for you. It's so nice, as always, to be back on Mountain Stage. I think this is my third Mountain Stage, and it's always so much fun, and the best part is just getting to meet such amazing musicians um, each night and get to getting to collaborate, which is um, kind of a rare but exciting experience sometimes on the road. Um, this next song we're going to do, we've been touring all over the country this year and we're kind of winding down for the year. Um, this is one of our last shows before the new year. And this song is kind of the song that started this last album for me. It's when I knew I wanted to record this batch of songs and, and make a bluegrass record. I grew up playing bluegrass with my father out in California. Um, and it took me years and years to kind of find my own voice with these songs. But this is one about embracing what makes each of us special and what makes each of us unique. And I wrote this song, um, I was thinking about how when they cut down the trees in a forest, the crooked trees are the ones left standing. So this is for all the crooked trees out there tonight in Boston and listening in on Mountain Stage. Two trees in the forest, one was crooked, one was straight. Crimson bark and emerald needles growing day by day. And though they look so different, they enjoy the rain the same side by side. A chickadee told them of a darkness on the land. Spinning blades a cave, visit carried by man. And every other tree would see them cut down where they stand. tree won't fit into the mill machine they're left to grow wild and free oh i'd rather be a crooked tree Just the way I am, who am I? Oh, can't you see? 
the mill machine They're left to grow Wild and free Oh, I'd rather be a crooked tree A crooked tree Won't fit into the mill machine They're left to grow Wild and free Oh, I'd rather be a crooked tree I'd rather be a crooked tree
that Shelby means on the base. Molly Tuttle and Golden Highway. Oh my. Wonderful. Oh my gosh. Molly attended her first bluegrass jams when she was 11 years old, and she started playing in her family band at 15. And she is also part of an all-female bluegrass supergroup, along with Allison Brown, Missy Raines, Sierra Hull, and Becky Buller, called The First Ladies of Bluegrass. Her new album is Crooked Tree on None Such Records. And by the way, she co-produced this record with the great Jerry Douglas. That was Molly Tuttle and Golden Highway. Well, this is where I have to switch gears, and uh, I'm kind of excited to do that and kind of nervous to do that. Julie Adams is a wonderful singer who's been with Mountain Stage almost since the very first show, and singing with her is a great pleasure for me. She usually does a show at this moment in, in, the, in our, uh, our broadcast, and um, she's sick this week, so she couldn't be with us. So they asked me to fill in, and uh, I pulled out this old song. I'm going to be joined tonight by our great Mountain Stage band. That's uh, Ron Soul back there on acoustic guitar and harmonica. He's the leader of the band. Michael Lipton is on electric guitar, and also Ryan Kennedy over here, who is a Berkeley grad. Bob Thompson is at the piano. Steve Hill is playing the bass, and that's Ahmet Solomon back there, who's playing the drums. So. Well, this is an old song, you'll know it. Oh, Bobby Gentry wrote this 50 years ago. It was a third of June, another sleepy, dusty Delta day. I was out chopping cotton, and the brother was bailing hay. And at dinner time we stopped and we walked back to the house to eat. And mama hollered out the back door, y'all remember to wipe your feet. Then she said, I got some news this morning from Choctaw Ridge. Today, Billy Joe McAllister jumped off the Tallahatchie Bridge. Papa said to Mama as he passed around the black-eyed peas Billy Joe never had a lick of sense Pass the biscuits, please 
There's five more acres on the lower 40 I got to plow And mama said it was a shame about Billy Joel and a house Seems like nothing ever comes to no good Up on Choctaw Ridge And now Billy Joe McAllister Jumped off the Tallahatchie Bridge Brother said he recollected When he and Tom and Billy Joe Put a frog down my back At the Carroll County Picture Show Wasn't I talking to him after church last Sunday night? I have another piece of apple pie. You know it just don't seem right. I saw him at the sawmill yesterday on Choctaw Ridge. And now you tell me Billy Joe's jumped off the Tallahatchie Bridge. Said to me, child, what's happened to your appetite? Well, I've been cooking all morning And you haven't touched a single bite That nice young preacher for the tailor dropped by today Said he'd be pleased to have dinner on Sunday Oh He said he saw a girl looked a lot like you among Choctaw Ridge. And she and Billy Joe was throwing something off the Tallahatchie Bridge. We heard the news about Billy Joe Brother Mary and Becky Thompson They bought a store in Tupelo There was a virus going round How I caught it and it died last spring And now Mama doesn't seem to want it too much of anything Spent a lot of time picking flowers up on Choctaw Bridge and drop them into the muddy water off the Tallahatchie Bridge. 
I drop them into the muddy water off the Tallahatchie That was not Julie Adams. That was me, Kath Matea, doing Ode to Billy Joe. You're listening to Mountain Stage, live performance radio from the Mountain State of West Virginia. Major funding for Mountain Stage is provided by Bailey Glasser, LLP, a nationwide law firm born in West Virginia, taking on your toughest cases. More online at baileyglasser.com. And by the West Virginia Department of Tourism, you'll find natural wonders and wide open spaces in West Virginia, a place that's almost heaven. More information at wvtourism.com. Additional support is provided by the Charleston, West Virginia Convention and Visitors Bureau, helping you discover the undiscovered. Adventures available online at charlestonwv.com. This is Mountain Stage on NPR. Remember, if you missed part of Mountain Stage or you want to hear something again, visit the podcast section of mountainstage.org. Each podcast includes songs not heard on the radio and usually the complete finale song. If you enjoy the show, take a moment to subscribe and leave a review wherever it is you listen. Our next performer is a Grammy winner who's been making music for 50 years. He has a new album out. It's called Lifetime Achievement. And on it, he reflects on a lifetime of making music as he hits the milestone of turning 75. He had a post-COVID burst of creative energy and is surfing the wave of rediscovery and reconnection with the muse. He's known for insightful songs, full of self-deprecation and a dark sense of humor. <laughs> He's been called a national treasure, and we here at Mountain Stage agree. Please welcome back to the Mountain Stage, Loudon Wainwright III. <laughs> Suddenly it's Christmas, right after Halloween. Forget about Thanksgiving, it's just a buffet in between. There's lights and tinsel on the windows, they're stocking up the shelves. Santa's slaving at the North Pole in his sweatshop full of elves. 
There's got to be a build-up to the day that Christ was born. The halls are decked with pumpkins and ears of Indian corn. Dragging through the falling leaves in a one-horse open sleigh. Suddenly it's Christmas, seven weeks before the day. Suddenly it's Christmas, the longest holiday. The season is upon us. It won't go away. It's a season. It's a marathon. Retail eternity. It's not over till it's over and you throw away the tree. Outside it's positively balmy. In the air, nary a nip. Suddenly it's Christmas. Unbuttoned and unzipped. Yes, they're working overtime. Santa's little runts. Christmas comes but once a year and goes on for two months. Christmas carols in December and November too. It's no wonder we're depressed when the whole thing is through. Finally it's January. Let's sing old anxiety. But here comes another heartache shaped like a Valentine. Suddenly it's Christmas. The longest holiday, the season is upon us. A pox, it won't go away. It's a season, it's a marathon. Retail eternity, it's not over till it's over and you throw away the tree. No, it's not over till it's over and you throw away the It's still not over till it's over and you throw away the tree. Hey, happy holidays! Yeah. Put you right in the mood, huh? Well, now that I've covered the holiday motif, I'll move on to death and decay and family dysfunction. Here's the title track to the aforementioned uh, thing. I have lived a lifetime And it's hard to be believed I'm near the end, time's almost up So what have I achieved? I have done and won some things Awards, I have a few. But the biggest prize, the great surprise, is I managed to win you. Trophies on my mantelpiece, citations on my wall, accolades and autographs. Yes, I guess I've got them all. But all these honors don't add up to all that much. It's true that the biggest prize, the great surprise, is I managed to win you. 
gold records and blue ribbons, bronze statuettes and plaques. We all want to be winners. Admit it, face the facts. But I couldn't win what I craved the most. That's the thing we all dream of. It's the loving cup we long for with our names engraved in love. As for my life achievement, it's just a hill of beans. In the end, what's justified is not what it all means. I have done and won some things, but I lost myself. Who knew that the biggest prize, the great surprise, is I managed to find you? Who needs cash and prizes? What I achieved as you. family vacation I mean a family vacation alone I'm gonna pack up the car load up the bike and the kayak leave the fucking family at home a vacation away from the family a vacation away from the fray when it comes to your so-called loved ones, sometimes you got to get away. Maybe I'll go to the mountains, or else I'll get down to the shore. Yeah, and I guess there's a chance I might miss my people, but right now I can't stand them no more. When I'm barbecuing there on my Weber I might be focused on my family Then I'll throw down some hot dogs, burgers, and some chicken And I'll burn them all in effigy Tanned and relaxed will be the shape that I'm in Yeah, I'll be patient and loving Not to mention detached When I'm dealing with my kid and my kid We all need a family vacation You got to keep the mishpoka at bay Tolstoy got 
got it right when he wrote each unhappy family is unhappy in its own way. As for brother and sister, we're playing Twister. It's a cover-up to keep ourselves hid from each other. I need a family vacation. My family needs a vacation from me. Because you're dearest and near, nearest. They're the most dangerous. They're the ones that make you That's right, your nearest and dearest They're the most dangerous They're the ones that make you fucking crazy oh. Jean-Paul Sartre said it Hell is other people. Thank you very much. They might have to cut that song, but... Uh... Take a load off, and uh, it's, it's story time here at Mountain Stage. I'm going to read something for you. If I can remember my damn password. <laughs> yes! <laughs> you know, these days I've been thinking a lot about my up-and-coming unfortunately inevitable memorial service. <laughs> you know, turnout, location, catering, the vibe, that sort of thing. Now, some decisions, drawing up a living will, let's say, or picking a headstone, for instance, really should be done in advance. <laughs> and, uh, and one's memorial service is certainly a once-in-a-lifetime occasion. So why leave it to others to make the important choices? I mean, you always hear people say, oh, he would have hated that. <laughs> or I'll bet she's turning over in her grave right now. That's not good. So tonight, I've decided to share some of my thoughts on the matter while I'm still here, so to speak. These are not so much last wishes as just a few helpful, preemptive guidelines. I know they're all pretty busy these days, but I sure hope my kids can come. <laughs> you know, it's one thing to constantly forget my birthday or disregard umpteen text messages, but it would be a bit weird, kind of ridiculously passive-aggressive for them to just opt out of my memorial service. <laughs> yes, I know it's all about remembering, but can't there be a little... F forgiving and forgetting at this point? 
Or how about some plain old, dad's dead, let's just get over it. <laughs> Whatever. In addition to my progeny attending, it would be nice if their mother showed up too. I like the idea of my ex-wives sitting side by side and say the second or third row, holding hands and gently leaning against one another for support when they are overcome with emotion. Any tensions that had previously existed between the ex-wives will surely be relaxed and indeed eradicated by my tragic passing. Now, further back from the wives, but liberally sprinkled throughout the room, would be all my former girlfriends. <laughs> Ideally, uh, these lovelies would be unobtrusively incognito, initially remaining on the periphery of the proceedings, though undoubtedly evoking whispers of, who could that terribly attractive, sad woman be? Or, is that who I think it is? But after the speeches, videos, and songs, when friends and family are standing around ooing and aahing the displayed snapshots and photos of my childhood youth and vigorous middle age, I imagine my old flames, perhaps emboldened by a glass of wine or two, might approach each other to introduce themselves. This may very well result in hugs spontaneous expressions of sorrowful solidarity and shared loss. I love that kind of a, a tableau, and I sincerely hope the wives and all the kids are friendly and forgiving toward the sad, repentant homewreckers. <laughs> but of course, you never know. Unfortunately, due to fire regulations and venue capacity, my fans and the general public won't be able to attend the memorial itself, but I expect there will be a throng of stricken mourners gathered outside, lined up, circling the building. These, after all, were the people whose lives I touched the most. <laughs> Naturally, I'm concerned about what people will say about my work and, and my character and how it affected and inspired them in particular and what it might mean to the world at large. Presumably, there will be a plethora of funny and or moving anecdotes offered, which is nice, but sometimes people can get a little overly effusive and maudlin at the podium, and that can be a turnoff. Short and sweet is always the way to go. In addition to songs, poems, and stories, some lovely, unobtrusive, Instrumental music played softly during the service might be nice. That sad movement from Mahler's Fifth Symphony, for instance, or, or the Samuel Barber adagio they used at the end of the Elephant Man movie. As for the weather, a light drizzle would be appropriate, something that will gently complement the sweet melancholy that my memorial will undoubtedly produce an appropriately low barometric atmosphere. For my bereft friends, family, exes, loved ones, and admirers as they leave the service and head homewards to resume their futile, humdrum, and now much emptier existences. <laughs> Après moi.
so glad my manager came tonight. Uh, okay, got to have more than one banjo in every show. I don't play as quickly as the previous picker. You know, I uh, recently, uh, somebody sent me a thing. Uh, uh, I don't have Spotify, but uh, apparently they, they, uh, they, did, uh, a, they did a survey, and my most quotable song lyric of, you know, 50 years of writing songs, I guess they did a, they went around and asked people, is, uh, I'm a self-destructive, I'm a self-destructive fool. That's it. That's that's perfect. I I don't know. I couldn't have said it better myself. I love Spotify. And that's a lyric from this particular song. This summer I went swimming. This summer I might have drowned. Held my breath and kick my feet and move my arms around, move my arms around. This summer I swam in the ocean, I swam in a swimming pool. Salt my wounds, chlorine my eyes, I'm a self-destructive fool. I'm a self-destructive fool. That's not all. I did the breaststroke and the butterfly and the old Australian crawl. The old Australian crawl. The summer I swam in a public place in a reservoir to boot. At the latter I was informal. At the former I wore my suit. I wore my swimming suit. for you all once when you weren't looking I did a cannonball I did a cannonball hey summer I went swimming summer I might have drowned One more for you from the, uh, the aforementioned thing, Lifetime Achievement. Where are you going, sir? <laughs> Come back. You cannot leave. Seal the room. <laughs> He's rushing out to buy a CD, I suppose. God, it's an, it's an exodus. We've had enough. Okay, whatever. How old is 75? So old that you're hardly alive. It's a number that's weighty. In five years, you'll be 80. 
poised way up there on the high diving board. How old is 75? Mom made it to uh, 74. Though we all thought she'd get a bit more. Time you get what you get. Why get upset? And we all want just a little bit more time than is. Mom made it to 74. some sense with our allotted amounts what gets done is what counts was time wasted or was it well spent did you do as you chose like you meant I'm inviting all those dear and near. I may need a lift if you get my drift. And I'm hoping you all will be here. Then I'm having a party this year. But I know some of you won't be there. I suppose you could be anywhere in the ether or soil, free from sorrow and toil. You'll be missed, but you won't really care anymore. I know some of you won't be there. Tell me, how old is 75? So old that you're barely alive In five years I'll be 80 I will hear the fat lady Belly flop, jackknife, swan dive Or a cannonball off of a high-diving boy Tell me how old is seventy-five
Loudon Wainwright the third. Oh. Wow. Wow, wow. He's made 30 albums, and that memoir he wrote, read from is called Liner Notes. On Parents and Children, Exes and Excess, Death and Decay, and a few other of my favorite things. That's the title of the book. As you can tell, he not only writes and sings, but he acts. And uh, he's done a bit of acting on TV. He was in MASH. Many of, you, many of us remember him from that. And in films, and he co-wrote the soundtrack for Judd Apatow's film, Knocked Up. And Friends, as a little aside, he was a musical guest on the first season of Saturday Night Live. His new album is called Lifetime Achievement. That was Loudon Wainwright III, the one, the only. We hope you'll take a look at our website, mountainstage.org. There you'll find links to our podcast, and you can follow us on just about every form of social media. And of course, we invite you to follow us to our next live show. You can find out where we'll be and get your tickets at mountainstage.org. We'd like to say a special hello to you right now if you're listening over KPPW in Williston, North Dakota, and WUMB right here in Boston, Massachusetts. Thank you so much. We hope you can join us next week for an encore episode featuring Joshua Radin, Stephen Kellogg, Nefesh Mountain, and Minx Miracle Medicine. This is Kathy Matea, and you're listening to Mountain Stage, live performance radio from the Mountain State of West Virginia. Mountain Stage is supported in part by this station and by West Virginia Public Broadcasting. Hotel accommodations for Mountain Stage guests are provided by the Charleston Marriott Town Center Hotel, centrally located for the business and pleasure traveler in downtown Charleston's retail district. This is Mountain Stage from NPR. Hello again, and welcome to the second hour of Mountain Stage. I'm Kathy Matea, and I'm so glad you joined us. We're on the road here at the Berkeley Performance Center at Berkeley College of Music at the invitation of the Celebrity Series of Boston, and with support from WUMB, our affiliate here in town. 
I'm glad we're here. I'm so glad we have such a great crowd here. And I'm glad you joined us there on the radio. Still to come, we'll hear from the wonderful and powerful Roseanne Cash. But we're going to start this second hour with a singer and songwriter who has made her name right here in Boston. She lives in Vermont and grew up in a Boston suburb. She got her first guitar in high school and says she dreamed of being a singer her whole life. She sings and writes with a gravitas that is well beyond her years. She made big waves with her debut album and has just released a follow-up called Till It's Gone on Signature Sounds Records. She ventured out to L.A. to make this one and has made an artistic leap that's exciting to hear. She sings with an astounding confidence and sensibility, blending R&B, soul, rock, and jazz. Please welcome to the mountain stage, Allie McGurk.
Wow, it is such an honor to be here. This is crazy. I just want to, I don't want to talk too much in between because I want to get all these songs out for you. This is uh, very special. Give it up for Jeff Lockhart on guitar, Silabani on bass, and Brandon Mays on, on the drums. I'm going to do a song called Milk.
be sour. something to soak in you guys uh thank you your lovely audience there's a lot of you if you asked her she said he's gonna use you for the love you Just not to be abused This is not what we've been waiting for Kissed by original sin What a pretty child she must have been Looked at her and smiled Got something worth believing Wow, this is such a cool lineup to be part of. Give it up for Molly and Loudon. Get ready for Roseanne Cash. It's got how this is such a great night we all get to share. And um, I hope to be friends.
see you again someday. Give it up one more time for this awesome band, Silabani on the bass. Brandon Mays on the drums. Jeff Lockhart on the guitar.
Wow. She has played residencies on four continents from Santorini to Hong Kong, including a long-standing sold-out residency here in Boston at Bull McCabe's Pub. And she's playing the Kennedy Center on December 30th. Her new album is called Till It's Gone on Signature Sounds Records. That was Allie McGurk. It's time for our piano player, Bob Thompson, to do a song for you. Bob has chosen tonight, Pananika by Thelonious Monk. Please welcome Bob Thompson.
You can find his music at colortones.com. That was Bob Thompson with Thelonious Monk's Pananika. You're listening to Mountain Stage, live performance radio from the Mountain State of West Virginia. Major funding for Mountain Stage is provided by Bailey Glasser, LLP, a nationwide law firm born in West Virginia, taking on your toughest cases. More online at baileyglasser.com. And by the West Virginia Department of Tourism, West Virginia, a place that's almost heaven, where country roads lead to outdoor adventure, charming small towns, and places that feel like home. Your trip begins at wvtourism.com. Additional support is provided by the Charleston, West Virginia Convention and Visitors Bureau, helping you discover the undiscovered. Adventures available online at charlestonwv.com. This is Mountain Stage on NPR. Support for Mountain Stage is provided by Diversified Energy. Rooted in Appalachia, Diversified Energy is producing natural gas for the future of America. More information at div.energy. If you have questions or suggestions for us, our email address is feedback at mountainstage.org. You can also connect with us on Facebook and Twitter and peek behind the scenes on our Instagram. You can find all those links at our website, mountainstage.org. We're going to close the show with a singer-songwriter who is also a New York Times best-selling author and a sought-after essayist and speaker. She's had 21 top 40 hits, 11 of which went to number one. She's in the Nashville Songwriters Hall of Fame. She's the recipient of a SAG-AFTRA Lifetime Achievement Award and an Americana Music Association Spirit of Americana Free Speech Award. And she has an honorary doctorate from Berklee College of Music among many other awards and accolades. She is an articulate, empathic, and unstrident voice around topics ranging from gun violence to arts advocacy. Her latest album is She Remembers Everything. She has a country music pedigree, but she transcends genres, having won four Grammys and been nominated for 12 others. Please welcome to the mountain stage, Roseanne Cash. Sit atop the magic wall with the 
to be back at Mountain Stage. Uh, four decades of keeping a, an essential American tradition alive, and you cannot overestimate how important that is. That song was from my album, The River and the Thread, and those were all songs that I wrote with John Leventhal, my taller half right here. These are all songs about the deep, dark, strange, mysterious, peculiar, beautiful American South. This song is about an area of Arkansas known as the Sunken Lands, and it's called the Sunken Lands because in an earthquake in the year 1811, the land around the Mississippi River there actually sank by up to 50 feet in some places. And in 1934, FDR created a resettlement community in the sunken lands for 500 desperately poor farmers. And the Cash family moved to the sunken lands in 1935. And the hero of this song is my grandmother, Carrie Cash, 
She raised seven children, six of whom made it to adulthood. She picked cotton, no time for leisure, but she never complained. She said when they moved into this home, that was their redemption that saved them. There were five empty cans of paint sitting in the front room of a freshly painted new cottage. Don and I write a lot of songs together and we've also been married for 27 years. It may be a record in the music industry. <laughs> well, for touring musicians, I think it is, it is a record. 
anyway, we wrote this song. When you're in a long-term relationship, you start realizing that every step on the path, time becomes more precious. And um, we wrote this together anyway. This is called Crossing to Jerusalem. This is a great migration, our mountain and our stone, turning ourselves inside out to find we're already home. This is our deal with the sinners and saints below. Crossing to Jerusalem with nothing but with nothing but our love. 
That's Kevin Berry on lap steel. I wrote this song uh, with T-Bone Burnett and Lyra Lynn. Uh, T-Bone and I have been friends for decades, and he was um, music supervisor on this television show, True Detective. And the second season was about to start, and he called me up and he said, will you write some lyrics that are about destruction? <laughs> you know, like maybe a bomb could go off, something will fall off a shelf, something like that. I said, yeah, that's my wheelhouse, I'll do that. So I wrote these lyrics, and he and uh, Lyra Lynn wrote the music, and it did end up opening the second season of uh, True Detective, a show I have still not seen because it's just too violent for me. <laughs> anyway, this is called The Only Thing Worth Fighting For. One, two, one, two. <laughs> Take that from me. 
Thank you. I wrote this song when I was 23 years old, which is younger than my youngest daughter, which is the same age as my son. And uh, I, you know, you sing a song for 40 something years, you develop a relationship with the song. In the early years, you know, I thought it was the greatest song ever written. I was so in love with the song. And then in the middle years, I wanted to break up with the song. It's like, why did I ever write this damn song? And then if you work through it, you get to true love, which is where I am now with the song.
John and my ex-husband, Rodney Crowell, um, who's a great songwriter, wrote this song together several years ago. And I overheard them playing it in the hall. And um, I couldn't hear the lyrics. I love the music. I said, can I have that song? And they said, no, this song is for Emmy Lou. And I said, well, it's good to know where you land in the pecking order of who gets the good songs. It's a, it's a brutal business. It's a brutal business. <laughs> but two years went by, and Emmylou didn't record the song, so I went back to them, and I said, do you think I could record it now? And they said, she might still record it. <laughs> so in the meantime, our son the 23-year-old, he was in eighth grade at the time, and he was doing a project on the Civil War. And I said, you know you have cash ancestors who fought on both sides, Confederate and Union. What a metaphor, right? And I took him on the Civil War database to show him the lists and to find our ancestors. And there was a picture of our ancestor, William Cash. Very regal in his uniform. There aren't that many pictures. So it was startling. I looked in my family history and I found a young woman, Mary Ann Cash, 20 years old at the start of the Civil War. And I wanted to put William and Mary Ann together. So I called Rodney, and I said, Emmy Lou is never going to record that song. <laughs> so why don't we take John's beautiful melody, and why don't we rewrite the lyrics together in the tradition of those great narrative ballads about my own Civil War ancestors? And he said, all right, I'll do that with you. So William and Mary Ann are together forever now and when the master calls the role. secrets to uncover Must be gentle, must be strong With disposition sunny 
Just as faithful as the day is long And careful with his money And so the open letter read The newsboy did deliver And three months later plans were made to wed Down by the King James River Although the season may come Although the season may go One love is joined together Will forever Let the union be made whole. 
Thank you. I wake up and say it every day, let the union be made whole, right? All right, okay. Everyone who bought the record is here tonight. That's amazing.
Thank you. I want to do a song by the Reverend Gary Davis. Any fans of the Reverend out there? I should take a moment to introduce you to these fine gentlemen. On guitar is Mr. Kevin Barry. On the bass guitar, Mr. Zev Katz. On keyboards, Mr. Matt Beck. Back on drums, Mr. Dan Reeser. On guitars, musical direction, general authority figure, Mr. John Leventhal. Waded through deep water 
Thanks so much for inviting us back to Mountain Stage and for coming out tonight. And it's so good to see my old friend Kathy Matea uh, doing these great things and help keeping this all going. Um, we so appreciate you and so appreciate Mountain Stage. All right, here we go, guys.
worry, but feeling alright. So who does your past belong to today? Maybe you don't say nothing when you're feeling this way. The girls in the bar say, who is this guy? They don't think nothing when they're telling you lies. And you look so careless when they're shooting that ball. Don't you know heartaches are heroes when their pockets are full? You tell me it's She's written essays for the New York... I'm sorry, we're up here visiting. I forget that I have to actually do my job now because the music is so great and it's great to see old friends. She's written essays for the New York Times, The Atlantic, Rolling Stone, and The Oxford American. 
She has an ongoing partnership with Carnegie Hall to curate a series of American Roots performances there. And she's currently writing songs with her husband, John Leventhal, for a forthcoming musical. A little bit going on in this woman's life. That was Roseanne Cash. Thank you to Roseanne Cash. Thanks to Loudon Wainwright III. Thank you to Ali McGurk and to Molly Tuttle and Golden Highway. Thanks to the Celebrity Series of Boston, everyone here at the Berkeley Performance Center, and to our friends at WUMB. And thanks to you out there listening on the radio, because without you, there'd be no mountain stage. We never forget that. I hope you'll be back next week for an encore episode featuring Joshua Radin, Stephen Kellogg, Nefesh Mountain, and Minx Miracle Medicine. Hey, while we're setting up, we have a special guest to come out and maybe sing this last song with us. Uh, our founder and the longtime host is here. He made the trip. He's been eating his way through Boston and visiting with old friends, and he was just watching the show tonight. So let's bring out and give a warm welcome to our, the, I call him just simply the Grand Poobah. This is Larry Gross. Thanks very much. Thank you guys all for coming out this evening. Been a heck of a show, hasn't it? Wow. There they are, all of them right here. Thanks again, and uh, we'll do one more for you. Mountain Stage is produced by Larry Gross and Adam Harris. Senior producer is Jeff Shirley. Associate producers are John Ingram and Mallory Richards. Production manager is Paul Flaherty. We're, in, we're engineered by Patrick Stevens, Richie Collins, Jim Raines, and Brian Hensley. With production assistance by Michael Lipton, Mary Lee, Lance Schrader, Chris Mead, Greg McGowan, Ruben Shirley, Bill Hunter, and Big J. Photographic services by Chris Morris. Promotion is coordinated by Mallory Richards, John Ingram, and Music in Motion Promotions. Special thanks to Mountain Stage members Walter and Sean Williams for their generous support. Lodging is provided by the Marriott Town Center Hotel, centrally located for the business and pleasure traveler in downtown Charleston, West Virginia. Why don't you go out and hear some live music wherever you are, just as soon as you can. You've been listening to Mountain Stage, live performance radio from the Mountain State of West Virginia. All right, here we go. I was standing by my window on one cold and cloudy day when I saw that hers come rolling for the care Will the circle be unbroken by and by, Lord, by and by? There's a better hope waiting in the sky, Lord, in the sky. Ryan Kennedy.
Leventhal. Sky 
one more chorus. Will the circle be unbroken? By and by, Lord, by and by. There's a better hope awaiting in the sky, Lord, in the sky. Support for Mountain Stage is provided by Bailey and Glasser and by the West Virginia Tourism Office. This is NPR.